Welcome to the CNL Podcast. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes. Hey guys, it's me, Layton. And it's me, Chris. And we got a freaking great show today, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Welcome. Today, we got a really special guest with us, and her name is Jody Parks. How are you doing, Jody? Great. How are you? We are doing good. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank you for having me. Now, Jody, you starred on a TV show. That, that uh, is that right on Travel Channel? Uh huh. Um, now, there's paranormal investigating based. It was a paranormal theme, um, and I was just kind of curious to know how you personally got in to the world of paranormal investigations and how you got on that show and, and, you know, kind of where you started, like what kind of piqued your interest, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, so at like very young age, um, I saw an angel. Really? Yeah. And, um, I guess I was maybe like, I don't know, like seven or eight. And, um, I had seen this, this glowing white woman and, um, like I, she did not say a word to me, but she was touching my face and, um, she sent a message to me and, um, and I, I forgot about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess, so then like when I was like 12, um, I, you know, it it, like kind of after that, I, I would, I, I, as a child, I would always sneak out and I would go watch movies about mythology and, um, just anything weird on TV. Uh Uh-huh. You know, your parents probably wouldn't let you watch. So I would wait until they'd crack out and I'd go turn on the TV quietly (laughs) and watch, you know, scary movies and mythology movies, just anything weird on cable. And um, then I would say like by 12, I I had a near-death experience and the same angel, like I literally floated out of my body and like next thing i know i'm like i'm in another dimension i am floating in shades of gray okay is all i can describe it and then like as i'm floating up as i'm looking up there's like a you know like a dome of people yeah that are familiar with me but i'm not familiar with them but then like in the center is this same woman and she doesn't say a word to me again and it's uh you know everything everything's gonna be fine just go back into your body and bam it came back into my body right and um so right after that like i started just knowing stuff knowing stuff about uh like i guess you could say it would be like a gut feeling or even you know people don't pay attention to who we are as humans we're just too consumed with everything else materialistic you know ipads you know just we're not even aware of our own personal yeah. 
frequency. Okay. Mm. And so I guess you could say I've always had a very sensitive frequency. So like I get gut feelings that like, I mean, I literally will stop dead in my tracks and not move forward and be like, stop. No, 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 no. Like, and if I, if it takes me 10 minutes to come to something happens and like literally it just saved my life like it's so weird so if you pay attention to your gut and you know so i I feel like those experiences kind of just like you know they 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 help you tap into um being sensitive i guess you know Mm -hmm. Uh, Because everything, everything is about frequency. So when bad frequencies come around, if you're aware of your own frequency, you can feel that bad vibe, like it's in your gut, and you just you got to go with it. And you might look like a real crazy person. Like, but man, that stuff will save your life. Yeah, Yeah, it's like that. It led me on that path that, you know, you are just destined. It's just, it's a calling then from there on out, you know, like Uh you just can't help, but kind of, you want more answers. So you just go and you, you figure it out. But, but really where the ghost hunting came in is I, I had a child and when he was two and a half years old, my husband at the time, we bought a duplex down in St. Louis City. So all of those homes were, uh, those neighborhoods were built around, uh, you know, meet me in St. Louis, um, you know, in the, in, the, in the early 1900s. So it was probably a 1928 historical building. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so we buy the building and my son, my two and a half year old is like literally, my mom gave me this piece of furniture that she bought at, I believe a place that had a fire. And so they had like an estate sale and got rid of everything. So she got this like really cheap and it was this vanity with a mirror. It's really creepy and old looking, but it's cute. Fine. <laughs> you still have it? Yes, I do. Oh, and, nice. um, so I brought it into my house and it would like knock, it would knock. I'd just be laying there in bed and like, um, it would just knock and you'd be like, what's that? You know? So my son had had a friend over and they were playing in my room and they had run by the mirror and they saw a little girl in it. Oh, oh that gives me the, that scares me so badly. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. So he described the little girl as wearing like an old fashioned white dress that kind of had lace in the front and like, it just wasn't of this time. So I kind of thought about it and I was like, man, you know what, if this, if this house was built in 1928 and it's a duplex. So I went and I looked at, you know, the house, the history of it, and it was owned by more so um investors and they would just rent it out so there were so many people coming in and out of here and out of the house it and you know it could have easily a child could have passed away in the house from you know an illness of some sort or something so i i believed him you know and but it wasn't until he was about 11 years old that like literally shit hit the fan and like 
I mean, things were flying around my house. There, I mean, he was being like a shadow person. I was like, I'd be taking a bath and somebody would like knock on my front door and I'd get up and go to the door and look out and nobody would be there. And I'd go back in the bathtub and it would knock again. I get up and I go, go. And this time I actually open the door and look up and down the street. Nobody's there. And as I'm walking back to the bathroom, like something's growling at me. Oh man. Oh, man. And you know, wow. so it's like, so by that time, you know, my, my oldest son came to me and he said, mom, I think that I'm schizophrenic. And I guess I've been doing a lot of research and like, you know, I think that's why I have these experiences. And I said, no, you know, that's what everybody just like labels you as, um, because they don't understand it. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not understood. I mean, why the hell does our government do all these studies on, um, you know, bringing in studies on ESP? Um, you know, because it's a real thing and they're scared of it because the people come back and they, they, they can come back with it and come back with it good. And they're like, what, you know, um, so it's effective and they know that, but it's all secret, but then they're going to go and like label you as, you know, schizophrenic or something. Um, so uh, you know, I think back in the day, people were scared to be talked to talk about those things. Like you could be a witch or, you know, you could get burned at the stake for that shit. Talking about, um, knowing, you know, like knowing things or feeling things or, you know, like maybe even warning somebody of something you see coming for them. And then it happens and they come back and you're like, you're a freak, you know? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just think you're crazy. I'm, I'm awake, dude. I'm awake, you know? Um, but so that's that's when I said, no, you're not schizophrenic, and I'll prove it to you. So I went and I bought a ghost hunter kit. I bought a night shot camera, and I called up a location in um, Alton, Illinois, and I took my son, and, like, within 30 minutes, he I, – he, he came back and he said, there's a little girl here that died and da, 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 da. And she, you know, said this to me. And then like the lady said, you're absolutely right, Nathan. And so how did you know that? You know? And so, you know, she helped me with him. And so like, she was, she was, we went there all the time. He was always welcome back after that, like at every event they had. And, um, we would help her with the events and, so, you know, just one thing led to another and I went on Howard Stern and I guess maybe the casting director for the Paranormal Challenge heard me and that's when he called me because how the hot squad, the Paranormal Hot Squad started was, yeah. um, so I would be out doing investigations all the time with my son. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriends here in St. Louis were like, dude, we want to, we want to go with you. And, you know, we've been friends forever and we'll go on camping trips. We'll go on this or that. Well, we decided we want a name if we were going to, you know, have our little group. We weren't trying, they didn't want to go down TV, but I had already done stuff on TV 
but they didn't want to do that. They were just my, my homegirls, you know what I mean? Like my, my girlfriends and they wanted to go do that, but we wanted to make t-shirts for ourselves. So we did. And we came up with paranormal hot squad and, um, well, it was very controversial in the paranormal field. It really like kind of, it put me in a category that, um, you know, was not a good place to be in. Um, so anyways, you know, uh, I I wanted to ask you, Jody, real quick. Uh, so for the place you went with your, your son, I I think I might've seen some videos on, on YouTube that you filmed with him. Yeah. Uh, There's one in particular where, (laughs) where you guys are like sitting down and and you're doing some burping and then he farts. Yes, yes, yes. So we're in, so I would find these locations and I would drag him (laughs) to them, you know, when he was younger. And um, because he's, I mean, he's good. You know what I mean? Like he would hear something and I wouldn't hear it. And we'd play back the recorder and sure enough, there's the voice. And it's like, how did you hear that dude? You know? (laughs) And uh, so he was good at it. And, and, it was, it was, you know, good for him and I. So anyways, um, yeah, that was a hospital in Kentucky that I got into and it was just him and I, and we had just eaten, I can't, I don't, I can't remember, but I had, I remember I had French onion soup before I got there. And so I was like, seriously burping up French onion soup and he's over there ripping ass. And like, I mean, I was like, <laughs> when I got home, I was like, is it okay if I put that out on the queen of burps? And he was like, I don't care, you know? And it's so funny because I'll tell him now, I'll be like, dude, people still like, my daughter logs, she, she goes into my computer and she thinks everything is hers. So she has to get in them. That's why I don't keep my email <laughs> on her laptop because she, she gets into everything. So she's in on my queen of burps, YouTube mm-hmm. and she goes in there and she'll like read my comments and comment back for me. She'll sit down and be like, oh, your people commented on your fart video with, with Nathan. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I, just, I just brought that video up with him. I was like, people are still commenting on your fart video. <laughs> you know what? Um, I've gotten a lot of heat for being the queen of burps. Like there's a whole one side that they're like, you're a pig, you're nasty, you're gross. You should be disgusted with yourself. I feel sorry for your kid. That's child abuse, you know? And then there's a whole nother world that like literally have emailed me, supported me and told me that like, I have brought laughter, laughter into their life that they've watched my videos and they just laugh and like, thank you for that laugh, you know? Yeah. And, sure. uh, so, you know, there's a whole nother world that we just don't care about letting it, letting it fly, <laughs> and, you know, it's okay. It's okay. So, so, so Jody, you, you talk about, you know, you look at old videos and stuff and you, you had this strong, you know, you know, bond with your son going to check out these places out. Do you, are you, do you still find yourself like going to these new places? Are you constantly looking for new places or 
Um, are you still? Yeah, in- I actually just bought a, uh, a camera for my daughter. Okay. So my like main professional camera that I use for ghost hunting actually broke. And, um, so I need to get a new one. And, um, I, so I just bought like kind of a, just a cheap one for my daughter. Cause she's always borrowing it, mm-hmm. but this one's kind of cool because it's like a vlogging camera. So it's a Wi-Fi, it's night shot, um, it's high definition 4K. It's an you know it's an okay camera, but it's not gonna it's not my it's not my old camera. So I figure I I'm buying that, and uh, then I'm gonna get another camera. Uh, but yeah, no, I you know you don't have to go to location to experience stuff like just. I want to say a week ago, um, I was just sitting on the couch with my daughter and this, there is a guy that literally has been trying to sell a show for me. Okay. For ghost hunting. And so back in, I want to say like January, I did a Skype meeting and I recorded, you know, uh, an interview that he would put together for a sizzle, but then like the thing came up and it kind of said everybody that nobody's buying anything on TV. So Hollywood kind of shut down, whatever. Um, so I haven't talked to this guy in like four months, but like, I was just sitting there and like, I've never, I never text him. I've always been in like a group chat with the people in the group, you know? So it was kind of weird. Like his name came to me and I just shot him like a text. And I was like, Hey, since, um, Hollywood is like burning to hell, I would think that would give like normal people more opportunity for a show. Now, how's it going? You know, and um, (laughs) the guy comes back and he sends a picture of me on his computer and he goes, Holy, Holy, you know, like whatever. Uh-huh. Um, my, my, um, I've been sitting here doing your sizzle all day. And I just got to the point point where you were saying that you can tune into, um, like, you know, uh, picking up, uh, I can't remember what he said exactly, but like basically how I, I guess I was at the part where saying, you know, about the frequency and like tapping in and like feeling like your surroundings, like being aware of what's going on. And like, basically, like I felt like I just felt like, you know, like that it just popped in my head. So I was like, normally I wouldn't have reached out, but there was something, something like to reach out. So I did. And he was like, my heart is beating so fast right now. You know, like I freaked him out. <laughs> wow. And he said, well, you should put this text in the sizzle because that means I'm on point because I felt it. I felt it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. You know, you're um, like, you, you really see, like, you really remind me um, of my mother because she, she has this like very, she's very in tune with like energy and like, like her natural surroundings and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like she has like very similar things um but hers are actually a little bit more like she gets like numbers that appear in her head uh-huh and like and then they'll appear exactly yeah and they'll appear and the name the, pop up 
Exactly. You said, you said that things are flying around. Like there's an actual poltergeist where something's flown. She saw something fly. Yeah, no, like, I think, so from my very first recollection, so this is kind of, I've kind of had like a haunted childhood, I guess. And, and Chris, yeah. you don't really know about this, so even though you're my co-host, but I'll go into it a little bit. Um, so I, I first, I, I w- I'm not as sensitive as my mother, but when I was younger, middle school, I think middle school time, uh, and in my, in my house, I, my mom still is in the house today, um, but we were all upstairs and a item from upstairs, like it was like in the top shelf, it flew. We didn't see it, like, but it had flown off from the shelf and crashed into um, our dishwasher. So now we have a dent forever in a dishwasher from this object that, like, it makes it. There's no explanation how that so could have fallen. Mom in the room? No, she she was actually. I think no one was actually in the room at the time. We were all upstairs. But as yeah. soon as she saw the situation, she's like, it's a poltergeist. And obviously I was young at the time. I didn't really know what that meant, mm-hmm. but she was, she could just sense like there's a lot of negative energy in the house and yeah. things would fall down. Things would like, um, you know, things would kind of fall off and stuff. And, um, but then like, and then that kind of died down. Um, but then my mom, my mom, um, she started having a number appear in her head. Uh, it, was, it was like 49 49 and she never knew what it meant um and then she only realized it later but 49 was the year she, how that's how old she was when her mother died so and you know it's weird how uh we pick up on things about our moms and our people and yeah yeah, and it's 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 a very unique dynamic. Um, it's a and, gift. It's a gift. Yeah. and like I had always, and and now she has a new number in her head, which is fifty-eight, and I'm personally scared now. Now that I know the correlation with the forty-nine, so we all joke about it, but I know that you know her, she's aligned with these kind of things. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's it's but really it kind of a necessarily mean death. It could be another like transition. We could move. Could, that's that's true. That's true. You know, or or somebody around her again could get cancer, or you know, I mean, it could just be another another transition that she needs to kind of prepare herself for mentally. That, that's true. Yeah. No, I, I guess I've always kind of assumed it as like a negative thing because you correlate with the past and you know with the future. Um, but, but you yeah, know that- what? The past proved the future. Ooh, that's <laughs> and like um this is just about more of my mom um but she she also she's also been visited by spirits like yeah. um were like um oh, wow. when her grandmother died no no I'm sorry her mother died my grandmother mm-hmm. um she was very sad obviously losing mothers very oh, devastating yeah. um and she was asleep and she had felt someone um sit at the edge of her bed and she could hear her mother's voice in her head saying, everything's all right. Do you want me to show show you where I am? Like as a, an attempt to calm her down. And yeah. my mom was obviously very scared of yeah. that, you know, with that sensitivity. I don't like, you know, you yourself have had a near-death experience. I don't know what that would have correlated for her. But she, yeah, she's very in tune with these kind of things. Um, and 
it's it's kind of correlated like and and you know these kind of things have been developing and you know she's she's actually gearing up like for a personal move right now like in terms of trying to get out of this current house uh-huh. but um she's and been you know what she might find that like even though she moves it, it comes with her and so oh, yeah, it, no. it could be her like okay so i moved from that that house the duplex Mm-hmm. And I moved into another house and, um, the first night that I slept in that house, my oldest son and I slept and, um, like the first night we heard what sounded like was a man pacing back and forth on the floors, like on the hardwood floors. And then like people would come over to my house and they'd be like, dude, I thought I was sitting on the toilet, like my girlfriends, they'd just, if my kids weren't around, they'd pee with the door open, you know, like in the middle of the night or whatever. And, um, like my girlfriends, like a shadow person ran across the, um, so, so has your mom had any shadow people experience or you? Um, I have not my brother. Um, he's, he's in the house currently. Um, he is actually not terrified of being in the house because he 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 has like he was alone and he like saw like the shadow like from underneath his door he saw like as if someone was like pacing up and down his like the hallway outside his bedroom and there was no one there and it really kind of freaked him out so this is what i would suggest to you for all of that because like i think that I think you got to, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw out some weird stuff. Okay. Okay. What, what if, oh God, I mean, you know, how do you even talk about this without it just sounding bizarre? But, you know, obviously there's, we're on certain dimensions, right? Mm -hmm. It's already, it's already a scientific fact that I think that we can only, like we can only see into a so the, up to the fourth dimension, or maybe yeah, I think that's okay. right. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so then like you got cats who can see into like the fifth. Okay, so like you know these spirits, they hate cats. Okay, cats can see them. So if you have a lot of cats around, like I have a lot of cats around, and like I'll catch my cats like wandering their eyes off looking at things. Like all of a sudden they're. they're you know, all of them would just start staring at a certain spot on the wall. And you wonder, what the hell do they see, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so let's go to ghost hunting. And you've got your infrared cameras, right? So now with the infrared cameras, we can visually see heat signature, cold, right? Mm-hmm. Is that with the, is, is that the, am I thinking of the right camera? Yep, the, I think so. It, okay. I don't want to be wrong, but I could be, um, I, you know, I haven't said that in so long, um, <laughs> but you know what camera I'm talking about. The one. Yeah, that yeah. He, he, so, so it's like, you know, you can't see in those dimensions, but you can through, um, uh, through those cameras. Right. So, yeah. um, if, if, you know, what are we going to do? Walk around with those cameras on at night? So we can really like, I mean, seriously, like people haven't even thought of doing that. Like, Hey, you know what? For the next month, I am going to buy a pair of, you know, heat signature goggles 
did I literally go around in at night and like seek it out? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like with that every night for a month. And like, what is your, what is the conclusion going to be that we don't see without it going blindly every day, not seeing in those dimensions. So when you're in a house and say those dimensions are there before you get there, or maybe they're with a certain person and they were left with you, um, or you've had them since you were little and you kind of inherited it, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, you you have to come to a non-fear about it okay mm-hmm. and and that's how you survive that and you just you you take it i guess you could say by the balls and you twist and pull and you say in your house like if there's anything negative in this house you're not welcome get out of my house but you say it forcefully you say it with anger you let them know i'm the one in control Ah, you can't hurt me. You need to get on and get out, you know, and then you can do like where you sage your house for your mom and your brother. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you go through the house and you say that you could go and, um, go to like a Catholic school supply, uh, store, a Catholic supply store, and you could get like little things that you could put on, like, you know, use symbolism to make them not want to be there. You know what I mean? You can play their game. You can play their game to beat them. But if you go in with the mentality of, I'm not scared of you. I don't even care if I'm dealing with Lucifer. You can't hurt me. You cannot hurt me. You can come within an inch of me, but you cannot hurt me because my spirit is so strong that I will blast you against the wall, buddy. You Uh know what I mean? And so if you go in with that mentality, they can't get into you. But when, you know, you're, you're down, you're, you're an alcoholic or you're a drug addict, those, you know, or, you know, you've had a loss in your mourning. Okay. When you're down, when souls are down, our vibrations are easily hijacked by these entities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like. I was just I was just listening to what you're saying and your your suggestions and you know kind of talking about that. Um, you have to drive them out. Yeah, and and like through that different dimension and that kind of different perspective. And you know when you're talking about that, you know how we can't really see those things, but it doesn't mean they don't exist. It it really reminds right, okay. me. I'm have sorry, you what? heard about you? Have you heard about the the show? I'm sure you guys know that maybe seen it. Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that they claim that that is actually based on a documentary? Really? Really? I had no idea. So have you heard of Kern? C-E-R-N? It's over in Switzerland. No, no, no. I haven't heard it. So basically, you know, we have been... I mean, working on stargates, like, I mean, don't ever trust your government. They're behind our backs. They're dabbling with things. They're, they're sick and they're sick and twisted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know much about like world war two and like, you know, the experiments that they were doing, um, over in Germany, they brought all of those scientists over to America. Mm-hmm. And they kind of scattered them out throughout the world, I believe. 
and they continued on with these projects. And so if you go and you check out Kern, they have built like something underground that like basically they plan on, you know, they, it was all designed to open up another dimension and a, not a good dimension. So what if, what if they already did? And like, you know, stranger things is a documentary, a documentary and, you know, it's being put in our face as a, you know, as entertainment so that if we see anything or experience anything, then they can label us as mentally ill or a conspiracy theorist and, you know, to keep it under wrap. Um, you know, yeah, and, no, 100%. we've had stargates forever and, you know, you see so many TV shows that, you know, it's like, are, are they putting this in our face and like, you know, this shit is, just this legit and but they're labeling it this to cover up how how like there are real devil worshipers that like you know do you believe in the bible do you believe do you believe in heaven and hell and if you do we're in a very biblical time mm-hmm. and in the coming time god raises the dead right mm-hmm. so wouldn't that mean that if they have a way of communicating with us, they would do it. And think about it. Think about Monsters, Inc. How they go, they go in a kid's room and they scare you and they take your energy, right? Well, a ghost, they need your energy to manifest. So when I go to a haunted location, instead of like uh, going into the room, and be willing to allow my energy to be drained. No, screw that. You go in a room, you take an EMP pump and you pump out, you, you electrify it. So you like, you know, you take it and you charge it so that if something wants to manifest, they're not going to suck your energy. They're going to suck it, you know, the, the energy around you and not drain you. Mm-hmm. So they need that energy to drain you. So yeah, they're going to screw with your mom. Yeah, they're going to screw with your brother. Yeah, they're going to screw with anybody because when they do that, like, you know, a couple months ago, uh, my son, one of my twins, he's 14. So I really believe that like teenage boys, especially, that's when they start like having experiences that like, you know, is very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it's a time that that's a great time. You guys are awesome targets for these entities to scare and suck, suck that energy so that they can move on and use it. Okay. Mm-hmm. They need it. They have to have it. So, you know, like my son's sleeping, he wakes up and he looks in the door and a, mm, like maybe eight, eight, I don't want to say maybe seven foot tall black shadow person with glowing. I don't know if it was red or white eyes, but the eyes were glowing. And like, you know, it was an instant. He said he, he looked up, like he felt something. He woke up and looked and like saw it scared the shit out of him. And then boom, it was gone. 
So, you know, um, I can kind of relate to that as a kid. Yeah. I haven't told you this lately either, but as a kid, I believe I was around maybe five or six. Uh, I would always cry at night a lot and my mom or my dad would have to come in because I would start falling asleep. But then in the middle of the night, I would see these shadows near the door, these Mm -hmm. big black shadows, really similar to how you described where they're very long, kind of like a slender man looking type thing. But at the top, they looked like horns with fire coming out of them. And, and I was so terrified. I was trying to, you know, under the sheets looking and they would just stare at me for hours on end. And I, I was frozen. I couldn't move. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. Like, and there were other times where, because I slept on a bunk bed with my brother and I slept on top, there would be, I remember specifically this, this old man who would sit at the corner of the bed on the right side and he would crouch down and just stare at me and he I remember him holding something in his hand I don't remember what it was but you feel like it, maybe he was taking notes on you maybe my grandma, my grandma said she woke up to a man sitting she had fallen asleep on the couch in the living room she woke up to a man sitting in my grandpa's chair and he was like um not of this world you know like he was he threw it and that he was taking notes and she felt like he was taking notes on our family. Oh, I mean, maybe, but it was, it was a very terrifying experience because I just felt yeah. paralyzed in that sense. And there have right. been times, I don't know if you experience or either of you where uh, you, you, you're literally paralyzed when you're sleeping, you wake up and you open your eyes, but you can't physically move, but you know, you're awake. And so those... what if you had a succubus on you? If you had a what? Succubus. Succubus are like, they are the ones who lay upon you. Okay. So oh. like a succubus and an incubus. And so the incubus is a male demon that lays upon you. And then a succubus lays upon you. So if like, they really like teenagers, they get more manifestation from using teenagers. That's why teenage boys are like, and you know, who can you go and talk to about this? Who can you, who can you go and, and, and tell anybody about this when you're a kid, they'll just tell you you're crazy. And you're just, you know, there's not, there's no such thing as the boogeyman, but then they'll go and put, you know, it in a movie and a show and tell you that, Hey, poltergeist isn't real. Right. But a succubus, a succubus and an incubus, they, they're the ones who almost cause like uh, what is it? Sleep paralysis where you can't move. Like you're paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Exactly so they that. lay upon you. So they're like, literally you're laying there flat on your back and you wake up and you, your eyes are awake, but your body cannot move because they're literally laying on top of you. Right. You're paralyzed. Right. Those- My brother has had that where he saw, he saw the devil himself sitting on him and he couldn't move. Yeah, I don't know if that's the same thing, but like the sleep paralysis kind of thing. Sorry to interject, but it's no. yeah. And he was roughly well, at that yeah. age too, where was, I was like, "Oh yeah. my goodness, you saw the devil! That's insane." So, have you ever thought about reaching out to a local paranormal group in your area and like getting them to come to the house and like work with the house because you know that would help your brother, it would help your mom, 
And it would also give your you all validation on if they cap if they capture something. If they do, you have validation, like, yes, you know what? I wasn't crazy. I, you know, I experienced that this shit is real. And but then from there, you can they will go and they'll get down and dirty and they'll go find out like everybody that's lived in that house, anybody that could have possibly died in the house and how it connects to the house. Is it the land? Is it, you know, is there something, there's a story, maybe a block down that you don't know about where a whole bunch of people died, you know, like, yeah, there, that's true. is there a cemetery across the street? Is there, you know, um, they'll look at everything. They will break it down, but they will be able to like really help you mentally. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, I think what really kind of sparked my initiative kind of towards this was that, you know, my, like I said, my mom was trying to sell her house and there's been yeah, like, I, but like, you know what, it's going to follow you. That's true. That's true. I, I get, yeah. But like, there's been like birds that have been knocking at her window. She's, the things have been falling down. She hears voices that tell her not to sell the house. Like she's oh, being visited, like, don't sell, don't leave. The house wants you to stay. Yeah, 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 no. And like uh, very, very strange things. And like my dog, he's seen things, like he growls at the night sometimes. Yeah. It's just, it's very kind of, you know. You need to find out the answers. And I, I would professionally say, like, seriously, just type in like ghost hunters in your, in your city. They'll pop up. You give them a call. They are like, heck yeah, we got a new case. We're going. They don't ask for money. And if really? they do, tell them to whiz off and you'll find somebody who will do it for nothing because we are not in the business of taking money from real people who have real problems that need real help. You know what I'm saying? You can, as a ghost hunter, your job is to make money. If you want to make money, you can sell a book. You can get on a TV show. You can have a podcast. You can find other ways. But as a you know, like the public, we do it for free. Mm -hmm. So it's free. And they literally would come and come and come and come until you said, stop coming to my freaking house, dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if they catch something, they want to keep coming back and, and trying to capture more because the more you collect, the more you're going to understand and the less you're going to fear and the less they're going to be able to manifest. Yeah. That's, so That's good to know. That's good advice. So like your little brother, it's scaring the shit out of him. They are like, it's jackpot. But if he was taught, you know what? I, you know what? We're going to, we're going to set up this camera. We're going to put on a recorder and we're going to tell this thing to get out of your space, get out of this house. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to do this together and we're going to, we're going to conquer this thing and we're going to show it that you're not scared of it anymore. So don't come back, go find the next little, you know, victim, but it's not here, buddy. So you have to like, you have to have balls when you're dealing with these things. Otherwise they're just going to suck the life out of you until you like literally run out of the house, leaving all of your belongings because you're literally so scared to go back. That happens so often. Wow, yeah, no, know. that's, that's so true. You know, I, I, I that's, that's such a, you know, that's such an honest guys. assessment, you know, cause you know, and I think 
you know, I, I really, you know, appreciate your, your input and guidance on this. Cause you know, I, I really wanted someone to know, you know, in assessing all this, you know, what, what is going on? Am I, am I, you know, is it true? I'm on the show. What was that? You know, it's why you asked me to come on the show. Exactly. You saw that I did that and you were like, Hey, I want to pick this person's brain and uh you know you're gonna you're gonna you're i i think from this conversation you're gonna take the steps and you're gonna find that like this is not something to fear uh so yeah no tell your audience and you like seriously go go to go after you get off the phone with me go find the red pill go follow the the white rabbit go go look up adrenochrome go look up um QAnon. so so go and go and look that up and like seriously you are gonna you're gonna you're gonna go down the rabbit hole dude okay? <laughs> I, I cannot oh, wait man. jody i am so excited to take all this information not just about like this additional stuff but also just about you know my own personal life and just like with this haunting and stuff and yeah. i will definitely keep you posted and i just wanted yes, to thank you for really for you. giving this you know high quality advice and i just want to say yeah. thank you very much you're welcome thank you so much for having me on nope no problem it has been such a pleasure we really appreciate your time jody and we are going to take that advice and i mean i'm gonna like you said grab the ghost by the balls or something or just no yeah. you have to grab by you the know. balls and then yank it or twist and pull uh, that's my there we go. that is my son saying he said that <laughs> he said that to me one day he goes mom just grab him by the balls twist and pull and i mean i i like my jaw hit the floor but that was the best thing i had ever heard <laughs> yeah and so every once in a while he'll look at me if he knows i'm frustrated about something he'll be like twist and pull mom and i just start laughing you know <laughs> for sure but but i'm going to take that advice wholeheartedly and uh move forward but we just want to wrap it up and uh thank you so much for your time for being on our show yeah and we'll, we're excited to put this out and we'll let you know we'll put it out on our instagram and let you know when when it's live awesome you guys take care thank you so much thank you so much take care bye